Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast, where we equip and encourage men to grow to be godly leaders in their families, churches, and communities. Thanks for listening. What is up, world? Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast. I am your host, Steve Glick, sitting here with my co-host, Justin Watkins, or the Silver Fox, as we like to call him, <laughs> as you can see. What's up, Silver Fox? Hey, how you doing? What's going on? You know, we're just, just doing a podcast. You know? Doing a podcast. Grateful to have you sitting in for the one and only... Garrett, Nathan, Barbush. It's hard to fill that spot, but if anybody can do it, I can't. I have faith in you. No, I don't think so. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Garrett, <laughs> sorry, for what Garrett. is to come. He's on vacation, so he's fine. He, he's tuning us out. So today's episode is brought to you by River Rock Academy, committed to providing the internal power to change, affect, and improve the lives of students they serve. So go to riverrockacademy.net for more info. So now it's probably a good time to introduce these two gentlemen across the table from us. We have our special guest today, Strong 27 protege, Quint Eno. What's up, Quint? What's going on, guys? Coolest name ever, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Now, is Quint, we we were were trying to discuss this earlier. Is Quint short for something? Yeah, so my middle name is actually Quentin. My first name is Robert. Wow. Quentin was my great-grandmother's maiden name, and I was going to be the first great-grandchild on my dad's side of the family. So when she passed away uh, a few months before I was born, my mom decided that would be a good middle name. And so nice. that's what I went by growing up. That's some serious history right That there. is. Yeah, it's, history. it's a great story with a, a great name, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Robert. Is it Robert? Quentin? You know, and then yeah. we have, a, wow. to his right, we have John David Towers. Yeah. Man. Yeah, mine's a little messed up, too. I go by Dave or David, and uh, Quentin and I were just talking about how terrible it is to name your kid one thing and call him something else. And you don't know what to sign. You don't know what's going on. But Well, as the mentor-protege connection there, the stars were aligned, right, with that, you know, J. Right. David Towers and Robert Quentin Eno. Man. Each, each time we see each other, that's how we introduce ourselves. I like that. That's good. Well... How about we uh, start this podcast off, get to know Quint with Take 5. Take 5 is always a fun way to get to know our special guests. So you ready for this, Quint? Uh, I think so. Oh, give man. it a shot. All right. <laughs> you have no idea what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think number one is going gonna, is gonna to be the best one of the bunch, so this is a good way to start it. So we actually discussed this question beforehand, so this is going to be fun. Who would win in a wrestling match, Quint Eno or Garrett Barbush? Ooh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Now and I heard there's some history here. Uh, <laughs> I would say Garrett, Garrett had my number growing up, but now I've got some size on him. So nice. I, think, mm. I think I can get this one. <laughs> so Garrett had your number back in the day, but you, you right. wiped the floor with him right now. <laughs> well, I've, I think I have like 50 pounds on him, so that, <laughs> that might have something to do with it. 50 pounds in a few inches. Right? Well, Garrett, does, he does wear a medium, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, this could be a, a future podcast could be a wrestling match. There we go. Maybe oh. As long as I'm yeah. not involved, I'm on board with it. You got a referee. Yeah, we don't, we don't want Dave to pop a shoulder yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Emily wouldn't like that too much. All right, Jake. All right, number two. Do you like going out to the mountains or heading down to the beach? That's a tie. I like both. I think both have, have their time and place. But right now, I'm, I'm feeling the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. ready for a beach day. Beach yeah. Weekend. yeah, it's that time of year. That's a good call. All right, Quint. Question number three of take five. What is your dream job? Ooh, my dream job. Uh, I'd have to say being a head wrestling coach at a college level would be my dream job. Yeah. Awesome. I might have encouraged them to throw that one. I, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. 
All right, question four. Would you rather read the book or watch the movie? Man, I love movies. Um, I'm not a very good reader. My wife makes fun of me all the time because I'm slow. So I would take the movie first, for sure. Okay. Good choice. Man, he's just killing this take five, huh? All right, last question is, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Teleporting. I think Mm. teleporting would be pretty cool. Yeah, I hate traveling. (laughs) <laughs> and the time it takes to travel. I like going places. I just don't like the travels. You just need to be able to take people along with you. Otherwise, it would kind of be a, yeah, a lonely curse. <laughs> I'll see you guys in Pittsburgh, and you show up there, and they're still back here in Lancaster. That would that would be bad, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, man, <laughs> that was the quickest take five ever. That was. Maybe we didn't give them good enough questions. I was doing my research <laughs> before it came. I know you guys want to keep it five seconds. Uh, good. good stuff. Good stuff. He's prepared. Well, Quint, thank you again for um, being on the Men of Iron podcast today. Yeah, thank um, you guys for having me. This is, you you know, know, especially, um, you know, with Dave being so close to this one as your mentor, it's just awesome to hear stories of life change as guys are going through this yeah. ministry. Because I even mentioned it to Quint just a little bit ago. It's easy for us in the ministry to get kind of lost in the day-to-day. Um, so to hear stories like Quint's is, is very impactful, not only for us, but for but for other men as well, mm-hmm. going through the ministry or men not even in the ministry, just, you know, struggling through life. So, um, Quint, we'd love to just take this time to kind of hear your story, um, for you to share your testimony, just how, you know, Men of Iron Strong 27 has impacted your life. Yeah, sure. Um, so coming into, into this, um, I wasn't a believer. Um, I, I didn't have a strong foundation in faith. You know, I, I think God has put people in my life that have kind of directed me or, kind of nudged me in that direction and you know just a little story before we get to the mentorship program is um, just recently a year and a half ago I took a new job a new position at Utility Keystone Trailer Sales and at the time you guys were in the same transition of moving offices over here and so um, when I took that position they put me in Garrett's office old office which was right across the hall from Dave and at that time, we had just had our first child, and Maisie was about six months old, and Julie, my wife, and I um, knew that we wanted a relationship with Christ and a foundation of faith um, when raising Maisie. And so David, you know, invited me out to a Christmas Eve service, and I was like, man, you know, that's perfect timing. Julie and I just had the conversation. We were looking for a church, and we wanted something, you know, close that was, you know, we felt comfortable in and everything just kind of aligned from there. You know, CFC was going through the uh, three-year Bible plan. Um, I was new to faith and um, a relationship with God. And Dave was there as, you know, obviously with Men of Iron and the mentorship program. I was like, man, this is a perfect fit. Dave can help me understand the Bible and God's word. And um, we hit the ground running, man. It's, it's been a, last year was phenomenal. Um, but yeah. So that's kind of what got us started in the in the Strong 27 ministry was, you know, Dave's presence there inviting us to church and then my desire to build that relationship. So. That's awesome. It was kind of cool. It was just a natural connection. You know, he worked across the hall from me and started off as introducing ourselves with our funky names <laughs> a little bit later. But, and then it was just a conversation which led to one thing or another, and God had really been preparing Quint's heart for... Uh, for what was to come, even though neither one of us knew quite what it looked like, but it was a lot of prayer that had gone into it, and yeah. a lot of people that were around him and building into him already. 
And I like, I mean, and maybe you can speak a little bit more to this, but you said kind of the, the desire to raise your daughter. Yeah. I mean, so what, what was it that you were like feeling like, ah, we want something for her? <clears throat> I think it has to do with how my wife turned out. <laughs> 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 no, my, my wife and her family have been a major influence on me and my journey mm -hmm. in faith. Um, Julie was brought up in the church and, um, you know, just seeing her set of values and, you know, mm -hmm. understanding what she wants and that desire. Um, I was attracted to that, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, I look at from a marketing perspective, that's what my job is. But, you know, I look at God and Jesus Christ as a brand and that's a brand that I want to be, mm -hmm. you know, associated mm -hmm. with. You know what I mean? That's cool. So, yeah. That's neat. That's awesome. And now how, I guess it's been, what, about a year and a half since you started? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So how would you yep. compare yourself, um, you know, as a father and a husband from a year and a half ago to today? <clears throat> I think it's it's just with Jesus Christ and what he looks like and his value systems, right? So I'm trying to take, before the process, I thought I had a good idea of what my value system was. But when it came to raising a daughter, I was fearful, man. I was, <laughs> I was scared to death. I didn't know. And I wasn't, I, w I didn't feel prepared to, to teach or coach Maisie during that process. So seeing what Jesus Christ and, and his values and those things um, really have helped me identify the things that I feel are important for a person to have in that foundation. So um, I think that's the biggest thing where through the, the reading plan, um, David has been able to help me understand what, what God's saying in his word at that moment, whatever we're reading at that time. So It's been cool too, just seeing how when Quint's been getting into God's word, God has just been speaking to him. Like, Quint's yeah. a sharp dude. He's a wrestler, but he's still a smart, smart dude. <laughs> uh, he's it, joking. It was, it, it was neat just seeing how God's word spoke to him, like grabbed him, you know, really right at the heart level and just having those conversations of, hey, this is a verse that's been sticking out to me and how it's been impacting me. Uh, and that's been so cool to see. Just that's the main transformation is he's been getting into God's word and he's been doing it consistently. And this year he's, memorizing some scripture uh, and that's been the transformation yeah, I think you know when reading and then going through um, church every week and the services you can just find a connection wherever you are at that moment and it's it's been helpful to have Dave as, as just somebody to have a conversation with about it hey man this, this service was extremely cool this is what's going through my life and and how the pastor spoke to me that day and like this is how I can apply God's word to what's going on currently and how he would respond to that situation. So I think that's been the need. That's awesome, Dave. I know you just spoke about kind of that transformation through God's word and seeing him in the word, um, which is amazing. But what kind of speaking on that as well, what change have you seen in him in the last year and a half? Yeah, it's been pretty neat because really Quint's main focus was on faith. We obviously have our five F's and Quint's got a lot of his life together. So when we got together, it was a very clear Faith is the thing that's missing and what we need to get into. Um, and it very much went from kind of Quint and what he was planning on and his plans and kind of what he had in his head and that transition really into, Lord, what's your will for me? Uh, and kind of into that prayer of everything from family to career and everything he's been doing, he's been learning. Uh, this is something I need to take to God. It's funny. Quint brings a ton of questions to me, and I very rarely actually have answers. Uh, I normally have a little bit of insight or input, but I've told Quint pretty much three times 
that we meet, it's like, Quint, man, I, here's my advice. Here's kind of the input I have, but it's a lot. I want you to take that back to prayer. Uh, and it's been cool just to see how God's been kind of guide, guiding him and preparing him in that. Uh, and as a mentor, my job isn't necessarily to give him the answers, but it's to guide him back to prayer and God's insight and input. And that's the main transfer yeah. transformation that I've seen is kind of, hey, I'm going to take this to God and see what God's will is in this certain area of my life and, and see what the Bible has to say about it. Yeah, for sure. Prayer has been a, a huge thing. Um, just the, the peace that I find within it and then, you know, helps me understand or put things in perspective, mm -hmm. you know, and um, praying with Maisie, I wanted, wanting to hear, have her hear, you know, mm -hmm. prayer on a daily basis has been a big thing too. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, knowing Dave personally and just knowing his heart for the Lord and his knowledge of scripture and his dedication to memorizing scripture and you coming in kind of not really knowing the Bible at all, yeah. it's like just a perfect fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there was a definite step back uh, because we got into it and we started getting into some momentum lines curriculum and then we quickly realized like whoa we need to we need to step back and we just need to figure out kind of the basics you know we need to go through the basics and who christ is and why he died for us yeah. and once we started getting that groundwork and that's where then scripture came in to really help you understand but there was a lot of questions there was a lot of we were reading through the book of romans and what does this mean and there were many times, too, where it was, hey, let's take a look at this together, where I kind of had a, a good idea, but let's take a look at this together and see what God's telling us through the Word. So it's been a it's been an adventure together. Yeah, for sure. It's been for both for of sure. us. That's awesome. And uh, I'm curious, like, impact, you said, with Maisie, Maisie Lee? Maisie. 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 Yeah. Maisie. Uh, I mean, where have you seen the impact for her and for you as parents and in the house? Like, sure. Um, at night, we'll, Julie and I will lay down with her, and Julie will sing songs, and a lot of them are um, hymns, and um, seeing Maisie or hearing Maisie sing along to those has been pretty cool, you know, and she kind of, sometimes if we forget to pray before dinner or before breakfast or something, she'll remind us mm -hmm. sometimes, and she'll say, Daddy, pray, Daddy, mm -hmm. pray, mm -hmm. like, okay, we'll pray. <laughs> That's awesome. And, you know, um, with Julie's mom is is there with her during the day and um, they go to church and they go to library time and they they read the Bible together like they have the children's Bible with her so she's constantly around it so I think um, I'm confident that that foundation is going to be set so that's good to see talk to me a little bit I mean I know your focus coming in was that you have your daughter who you wanted to invest in you wanted mm -hmm. to introduce her into a relationship with Christ and have her grow up in that household uh, where that was the key and the foundation. But talk to me a little bit about your transition from the focus being on you wanting to raise her in that situation to us hitting more on like, this is sure. something you need in your yeah. life. Yeah, well, I think from my coaching philosophy is I can't ask my student athletes to do something that I haven't gone through or I can't expect them to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. And so <clears throat> we quickly realized that hey, this is nice for Maisie, and this is nice for our family, but it's absent in you. You need to do this. This is, you have to initiate it. You have to start it. And so that's kind of where now it's at. It's, it's, it's on me. I'm establishing it. I'm understanding and trying to learn more about God's word and, and strengthen that relationship with Jesus. And, and hopefully that spills over into to Maisie a little bit more. So, yeah. What's the uh, what's the greatest thing you learned from this guy over here? 
Or what's the worst thing that you've yeah, learned? Worst 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 worst. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm impressed with Dave's work ethic and the, the amount of things that he can handle. Um, you know, Men of Iron is his full-time thing, but he's got things outside of that with property management. And I was impressed with how he handles that time and balances that time. And I think I can learn a lot from that because I, I, I'm challenged with that every day with, with coaching and a full-time job and, you know, spending time with the family, making sure that that balance is, is balanced out. And I think Dave does a really nice job of balancing everything. So, yeah. Oh, man. Appreciate that. That's more about the worst thing What's something that you learned from him that you should not ever do? <laughs> Well, and it's funny, you know, that, that's the question is what has Quint learned from me? And it's been cool to me just to see as we've been meeting how much of what I, what I ask him and what I speak into his life and is Holy Spirit inspired. Um, and I've found more and more that there's times that I'm able to say something or ask questions that get further into it that I'm thinking as a mentor, where the heck did that wisdom come from? <laughs> uh, and so that's been a key part for me just as the mentor is to, to – make sure that I'm relying on the Holy Spirit for my insight and for the questions that I'm offering. Mm. Uh, and that's been fun to see too. And just to see how Quint's been reacting to that has been awesome. It's awesome. What, uh, how would you explain kind of the impact or benefit of having a mentor in your life? I think it's it, the accountability piece. Um, you know, the first thing when I went through the training, the one word that sticks out, at every training that I've been to now is uh, intentionality, right? Being intentional, um, seeking out that guidance, seeking out that um, person or persons to help build you up. Like having Dave has been encouraging to me to continue down that path, to continue to find, you know, the value in God's word and the application of it, excuse me, um, and applying that in everyday life. And yeah, I th- Everybody needs that, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, I was the head coach. I'm an assistant wrestling coach at E-Town College, and the head coach explained it to me. How it worked for him was that, you know, after he graduated high school and college, you know, he's always had a coach figure there, right, mm-hmm. a mentor figure there. And then when you get to the real world and out life, you don't always have that, mm-hmm. right? You can't always find somebody. So seeking somebody out that, um, is going to help you stay committed and accountable to what your goals are is important. And so that's why I believe in men of iron and, and what you guys mm-hmm. do. So, yeah, and I mean, talking about that too, it was, it's awesome to me to see how God's been working in his life even before uh, connecting the two of us because Quint's got guys in his life right now that are speaking into his life, other Christian influences, uh, utility and, and yeah. with the, college and everything like that so it was just neat to see how god was at work behind all of this you know it was very clear that god was working as hard other people had been planting seeds i've had the privilege of walking through it with him really in depth here um all the way through baptism which i'd love to hear a little bit about that and kind of what that experience was like but it's been neat to see for me as i've prayed through lord who is it that you want me to invest in to see the other the other people that have had influence on that, that have been planting the seeds that are around him and also building into him. Mm. And even going forward, that God's putting people into his life that he can now invest in. Yeah. So it's been a really encouraging cycle to see for me from planting to uh, kind of the, the baptism all the way through. Now mm-hmm. he's got other people in his life that, that God's kind of encouraging him to reach out to. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I, kind of, I, I joke that this was God's last-ditch effort to, <laughs> to make a connection because it's, it's everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think of just from my places of employment to um, coaches that I've had and, and people within the wrestling community, and um, now it's, it's very concentrated, right? Um, Utility Keystone is a faith-driven uh, company, and having guys like Brian Zemer and Justin Barbush and Tommy Stout and those guys that you know embody it every day, and just seeing how they interact and how what their personal brand is, you know, has been a big encouragement to me, you know. And FCA Wrestling and Mike Conakey and, and those type of guys, and, and Dave, and, and obviously you guys here, but those those type of people and seeing how they are doing things mm-hmm. have been. You know, kind of like my my role models, I guess. Mm. They've been mentors without being, you know, mm. called my mentors mm. specifically. That's mm. awesome. And can you tell me a little bit about the baptism? You know, that's obviously. Yeah, it was, uh, man, that was a powerful day. It was very emotional for mm. me, for sure. Mm. Um, one, speaking in front of everybody. I was like, <laughs> very nervous, very nervous. <clears throat> but uh, just getting up there and um, sharing my story. And then afterwards, you know, with my family breaking down in tears and oh. things like, like it was it was just a powerful day and I've just felt this <clears throat> sense of uh, relief but then also this responsibility now like now I, I'm I'm accountable oh, right yeah. I, I've got to do I've committed yeah. to it yeah. right I've committed to that relationship and um, that belief that you know Jesus died for our sins and mm-hmm. um, so now it's like okay you know, are you making the right decisions on a daily basis, on a case-by-case basis? So, yeah, it was powerful. Yeah. Very yeah, it's powerful certainly day. a, like, declaration of your faith to the world that you're living for Jesus. Yeah. So you're yeah. right about that. You're, you're certainly uh, accountable to that now moving forward. That's awesome to hear yeah. about your baptism experience. I know this guy was in the front row over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's take, take your pictures. Whispering encouragement. <laughs> but it was cool to me too because it wasn't something you hopped into you know quickly yeah, some time. quickly when we started meeting it was clear that you were going from no relationship with christ to accepting him as your savior but i yeah. know you had stuff to work through and, and my goal with you was to make sure like yeah this is something i'm committing to and that i want to do for the rest of my life before taking that step so can you speak into that at all and whether you were hesitant and kind of what that oh was yeah like? yeah i was extremely nervous i i didn't know i didn't know what it looked like and i I didn't know if there were things that I had to come to terms with, some things that I had to deal with from, from the past and um, those type of things. And then, you know, just service after service, you know, um, Pastor Bobby kept talking about comparing it to being at the pool, right? Are you the type of guy that's going to jump in right away or are you sitting on the edge of the pool with your, your toes in the water, testing the waters? And I was just like, man, back and forth, back and forth. Should I do it, Julie? Should I do it? She's like, you have to feel it. You have to be be ready and committed to it and then Dave sent me a text message one day and he's like so are you going to do this and I was like <laughs> Bam, easy reply yes I'm doing it I'm, yeah, in. I'm awesome. in let's do it and then I you know getting mentally prepared and um, it was yeah, it was a great day so basically awesome. Dave pushed you into the pool is that what <laughs> he <laughs> snuck up behind me that's right that's why I was front row in case he wasn't going to do it I was going to throw him in there I didn't have my swimmies on either oh, that's awesome <laughs> I'd love to hear also kind of like, you, you know, you talk about starting out in Men of Iron Strong 27 and not knowing Jesus and obviously now to knowing the Lord and having a relationship with him. What was yeah. that kind of that switch, that salvation experience like for you? <clears throat> Man, um, I guess peaceful. I mean, I 
just from prayer. I like I look at prayer as being the main change or the biggest um, tangible thing, I guess, right? And that has just brought peace to my to, to my chaos, if you will, and um, comfort. You know, I feel better about everything and I feel more confident, more uh, I guess courageous. Um, but yeah. I guess it did that answer the question. No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like a one moment thing, you know. I think yeah. that as as men and as followers of Christ, we feel like we wanna pray that prayer with the person and have that moment where you accept it. And I don't think it was like that with you. I think it was God just kinda working on your heart to a point you're like, Yep, like this is it. Like I definitely believe this now. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, Quint, we thank you for uh, joining us today on the podcast, uh, for sharing your story. I know we've kind of, yeah. you know, we've kind of been in a loop a little bit with just from Dave, kind of hearing the impact that um, that Strong Twenty Seven has had on your life and, and the life change it's it's brought about. So it's it's pretty awesome yeah. to hear it firsthand as well. No, thanks for having me, guys. It's it's an honor, and uh, keep doing what you guys are doing. Um, I believe in believe in the process and your ministry, and it's it's good stuff. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you. JW, you want to tell the people what's going on with Men of Iron these days? Tell the people. I'm going to tell the people. Tell the people. I'm going to tell them. <laughs> so last, uh, last month, uh, we had a great celebration. Uh, we had our 2717 dinner and uh, had a little over 300 people come out. It was a great night. We had awesome food. We had a uh, close-up magician. His name, I just got to say it on, Magic Mike. <laughs> Uh, that was his, that's his real name. He was amazing. I don't know. Did everyone? Did you guys see his stuff? I didn't get a chance to see it firsthand. No, I did. I didn't know how he was doing it. Unreal. Like I still know. So silent auction, great fellowship. But but all of it was about celebrating the Lord. I mean, it was all came. It was just this great party to say, look at what, who God is, and and look at what He's doing, and look at what He's done. And it's not about men of iron. You know, it wasn't. A, it's not about. The, the people in the room even, you know, we had, we had people, we had church directors, we had prayer partners, we had donors, we had protégés, I mean, we had all these people in the room, and it was just a time to celebrate the Lord and say, look at what he has done, look at who he is, this is what brings us together, uh, and so it was a great night. We, we heard from Garrett, Garrett gave an update about what God's been doing, again, couched within, look at what God is doing in, our, in the ministry, what he's been blessing us with. Um, we heard from uh, a couple guys from Florida, uh, Roger Ross and Dave Zillig, who kind of shared, shared their story, a similar story, kind of like we heard today, of that transformation. And, and then Brian Ziegler, BZ yeah. from Ohio. What up, Brian? Man, a oh man, shared his powerful testimony of, of what God did to, to respond to his desperate prayer and really redeem what he was going through. So. Man, what a brought what a yeah. yeah, Zig's story never gets old. Like you know, being close to him, uh, you know, with him being on staff at Men of Iron, you, I've heard it several times, but it, it's impactful every single time, if not more impactful, mm -hmm. every single time you hear it. Yeah, and he brought handcuffs. Yeah, he brought handcuffs. <laughs> and there's little like party <laughs> popper things. Those are pretty fun. Too. The party popper thing was cool. I like that. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that was a good night. Yeah. What else we got going on? Another thing we got going on, especially if you are out in Ohio or you want to drive out to Ohio. Shout out Star County. Yeah. Hey, now, Garrett is speaking at the Alive Music Festival, July 20th through 22nd. Yeah, which is kind of, I mean, from what I've heard, it's kind of like the Creation Midwest type mm -hmm. of thing. I don't know how big it is compared to Creation, but it's a pretty big deal. I mean, you mm -hmm. got Need to Breathe, Switchfoot, 
Andy Minio. Yeah. yeah, some big names. So you got some yeah. big names out there. And Garrett Barbush. Oh, of course, Garrett Barbush. <laughs> he'll be, he'll be he's speaking. One, he's one of the headliners. He's yeah. the headliner. He goes and then Need to Breathe goes. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine Garrett up on stage singing? Just a picture that. Oh, I mean, man. that's, that's oh, worth man. the ticket. Um, and, then, and then Quint comes on stage and tackles him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no more of that. Uh, but if you are out that way, if you are going, he'll be there at 3 o'clock. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. On the Family Fun Stage. Is that right? Yeah, family yeah. Fun Stage. Family Fun Stage. Hey. That is fun. Hey. But he's speaking specifically to yeah, men. Yeah, specifically to men. So men, Don't bring you your family. There, yeah, don't bring your <laughs> It won't be fun. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's pretty exciting that we're a part of this. Uh, yeah, we're thrilled to be a part of the Alive mm-hmm. Music Festival. So yeah, go to alive.org to get information. Correct. And you'll yeah. see Garrett's pretty mug there under yeah. speakers. Awesome. So that's it. That's what's up. Um, we are, again, thankful to Quint for being on the podcast today and to Dave Towers as well, J. David Towers, yeah. <laughs> Quint's mentor. And you guys are going into year two, correct? You're that's now correct. year two yep. as a mentor protege. That's right. Cool. I love it. I love he's, it. He's got it all solved, though, so nothing for us to do year two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Year two is easy. Right. Are you flipping it? Are you mentoring <laughs> yeah. him? There we go. That's probably what should happen. So thanks again, Quint and Dave. Thank uh, you, we're guys. We're honored to have you guys and hear the story. Um, so you can also check out our podcast on iTunes. If you go into iTunes and search Men of Iron Podcast, you'll find us. Please leave a five-star review, right? Five. Because it's that good. Five-star review. You can also find it at menofiron.org backslash men of, uh, M-O-I podcast to subscribe. So thanks again. This is the Men of Iron Podcast signing out. Peace. Peace.